Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Salesman Harvey Burns rings up his eighth order today. Tough job. Even tougher with this. <gasps> he needs Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine speeds relief all over your body. All the way relief for discomforts of a cold. Bromo Quinine. Yes, Bromo Quinine speeds relief for cold miseries all over your body. Only Bromo Quinine has seven fast acting medicines to help fight stuffy nose and all those cold miseries. Get all the way relief with Bromo Quinine. <laughs> Do you want to see me, Mr. Crenshaw? Oh, yes, yes. Come in, Piper. Come in. As a matter of fact, it's more personal than business. Oh? Uh, the truth is, um, I was just making out a check to send to my boy. He was away at college. And the thought occurred to me that you've got a son. Oh, well, it'll be some time before he's ready for college. In fact, a few years before he's even ready for kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, yes, I know, I know. But time passes much quicker than you think. Yes, yes, I'm afraid so. Now, what are you doing about his college years? College? Well, I haven't done anything. He, he's only seven months old, Mr. Cranshaw. Well, do you know how much more it costs now to go to college than it did when you went? Well, I don't know exactly, no. I guess everything's gone up. Well, all I can say is you start putting by a little bit each month for your son's college education. Well, I know I should. That's right. Of course, I've got a girl, too, you know. Betsy will be eight in June. Another eight or nine years, and she'll be ready for college. Well, with girls, well, half the time they want to get married. But with a boy, he's got to earn his own living and support a family. It's the boy you've got to think about. Well, yes, yes, I suppose. Now, I want you to go downstairs and open up a savings account for, um, uh, what's his name? Bobby, uh, Robert. In trust for Robert Piper. And to show you how important I feel this is, I would like to be the first depositor. I'd like to give you this check. Oh, well, my gosh, Mr. Crenshaw, that, that's very nice of you, yeah, sir. Not at all. I like to feel that in some small way I am contributing to the future of our nation. Well, I I certainly thank you, and I know my wife will be very grateful, too, when I tell her tonight. My goodness. Del Monte, Del Monte, pineapple grapefruit juice drink. I like it because it tastes good. It isn't too sweet, and it doesn't make you pucker. Girls like it because it's good for them. Oh, well, it takes all kinds. <laughs> Enjoy Del Monte pineapple grapefruit drink and the other Del Monte juice drinks. Every one so good. my boy, aren't you, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, where is everybody around here? Did they just leave you alone in here in the living room, huh? Did they? 
Well, doesn't sound like your mother. I... Oh, for heaven's sakes, is this where he is? Honestly, I just took my eyes off him for one second. <laughs> well, he likes to get around. He likes to go places and do things. Don't you, Bobby, huh? Honestly, if he's like this now, just creeping, I do not know what I'm going to do with him, and he starts to walk. He's going to be into everything. Well, that's a boy for you. You know, he's got fire in his blood. He's an, ad- he's an adventurer. <laughs> Well, you know, he really looks like a boy, too, doesn't he? Look at those shoulders. You know, he'd probably be a football player. No, I hope not. Hope not? Yeah. Listen. Look, that is one thing. I don't want my boy baby. And if he wants to get out there and play football... Well, I hope maybe you will talk him out of it. Well, Look at you, honey. Practically every man I've ever known, including you, who's played football, has a bad knee that has bothered him ever since and always will. Oh, well... Oh, oh hey. Hey, hey, hey. Got something what? to tell you. Got something oh, to tell you. Broken collarbones and broken noses. Honey, wait a minute. Wait, wait, I put my briefcase when I came in. Well, I don't know. Oh, it's you. by the sofa, dear. By the sofa. <laughs> Dinner will be a little late tonight. Betsy had a dancing lesson. And Aunt Effie drove her over. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's some extra practice for the coming recital. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So I got something to show you. <laughs> I wish you would exhibit a little more interest in Betsy's dancing. Oh, I do, honey. I do. Well, the dancing teacher said Betsy was extremely graceful, and he thought, you know, she had real talent. <laughs> yeah, he wants to make sure you sign up for lessons again next year. <laughs> uh. What is the matter with you? Well, sweetheart, now look, I love Betsy as much as you do, but let's face it, even though she is our own daughter, I do not think that, well, what Betsy does at this point can be even called dancing. She is only seven and a half. What do you expect, Pavlova? Honey, <laughs> I mean, now look, you're prejudiced. You're, you're her mother. Maybe taking dancing lessons will help Betsy, but right now, let's be honest, Betsy is awkward. Oh, she is not. You should see the rest of them. Betsy is very graceful. Graceful? Yes, she is. Honey, in those leotard things, she looks like an octopus. Oh, sweetheart, look, I love Betsy, but just because we're her parents, let's not pretend that she's already practically a prima ballerina. What were you going to show me? Oh, honey, now don't get mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm just amused. Your son just picks up a rubber ball, and right away you start thinking he's going to be another all-American, but your daughter... I did not say that our daughter... Heck with the heck. Let me show you this, will you? Honey, here. Here, look, look. What is it? (laughs) What does it look like? Looks like a bank book. Savings account. Yeah. In trust for Robert Piper. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? It was Cranshaw's idea. Cranshaw huh? called me into his office this afternoon, wondered what I'd done, you know, about starting a savings account for Bobby's college education. Bobby's you college? Know? Yeah, yeah. So I naturally said, well, I've done nothing as yet. Boy, he gave me this lecture on starting a savings account right now. Hmm. You know what he did? He gave me a check. Check for a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. For Bobby? Yes. My God, I mean, you know, really, that, that Crenshaw is so darn nice. He said he felt that by doing things like this for his junior executives, he felt he was contributing something to the future of our nation, you know? He gave $100 to start a college savings account for Bobby? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it would be very nice if, if you'd give him a call tonight, you know, and tell him how wonderful and generous it was of him. Why did he do it for Bobby? I mean, he didn't do it for Betsy. I mean, she doesn't have any savings account at all for her college. Well, I know, honey, but that, that's different. Why? Well, Bobby is... Well, he's a boy. So? Well, it's just that he is... He's a boy, and it's more important. What do you mean, it's more important? Look, why are you challenging me like I this? I want I... to know why Mr. Cranshaw gave money to Bobby and not to Betsy when it's Betsy who'll be going away to college first. Well, look, we don't know what Betsy's going to do. Maybe she won't want to go to college. Maybe she'll want to get married. Don't you care which she does? Oh, I didn't say that at all. And naturally, whatever Betsy wants to do, we'll do the best we can for her. But as Mr. Cranshaw said, and he is right, 
Girls get married and have husbands to support them, but a boy's got to learn how to support his own wife and family. In other words, you're saying that if there are two children, a boy and a girl, and only money for one to go to college, that it's more important that the boy go. Supposing he wants to be a scientist. I mean, you send a girl to college, it can be a waste of money. She's interested in what sorority she can join, her boyfriends, you know, dances and clothes and things. Then she graduates and gets married. Then there's no money to send a boy. You might have been a brilliant doctor or a lawyer or a scientist or an engineer. But what if it's the girl who turns out to be bright and the boy who turns out to be a dud? A dud? A dud? How could you say there's such no a... There's no guarantee that sending a boy to college is going to turn him into a brilliant anything. What if he isn't interested in anything but girls and cars and dances? Now listen... What if it's the boy who wants to get married to his high school sweetheart? We don't know what Bobby's going to want to do either. All right, all right. But if he wants to go to college, he's going to have the chance. And if Betsy wants to go to college, she is going to have a chance too. Or if she wants the money for ballet school or music or fashion design, but just because she's a girl. Oh, I might have known. I'd never hear the end of that. I I certainly thought the day and age had passed of such old-fashioned thinking. Has it occurred to you that Bobby may not even like football? What if he turns out to be a frail, sensitive boy whose greatest ambition is to play the violin? Or to be a composer? Or write poetry like Sandberg, or be a painter. Not like football. Listen, with the shoulders he's got already, I, I certainly do not see any son of mine without any interest Come in... Come to think of it, I don't see any son of yours at all. Where is he? Bobby? Bobby? Bobby! But you were watching Bobby. him. Bobby! Uh, me? You were sitting right here, too. Oh, I told you, you can't take oh, your eyes off him where? a minute now that he's Bobby. facing... Bobby, where are you? We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. When Fidel Castro was biding his time in a remote fastness in Cuba, only a network like the CBS radio network had the equipment and manpower to go in and bring out the background of his revolutionary movement, his own words on what was to come and how it would come about. When major news breaks anywhere in the world, only a network like CBS Radio has correspondence on the scene or within short range. Only news like CBS News is global in scope and as up to the minute as a direct report from on the scene. That's why millions prefer CBS News on CBS Radio and its affiliated stations to every other reporting medium for speed and for accuracy. Remember, when the story's big... Only a news-gathering force like ours can scoop it up and send it slicing through space to you, packaged for immediate delivery. Get it first and get it right. Make CBS News on CBS Radio your listening post on the world. Says Bobby, here, take him. Take him? I don't want him. I just had this soup. You'll have to take him while I clean up this floor. Honestly, eggshells, coffee grounds. How did he ever pull the garbage can over? Here, take that orange peel out of your mouth. Give, give it here. No, you cannot have it. It's garbage. Well, he'll have to take a bath. That's I know, I know. Just hang on to him while I sweep this up. Oh, dear. Dinner's ready. Betsy and Aunt Effie aren't home. Oh, he'll have to have a bath. Look at the coffee What's the matter with you, huh? Boy, he's got a real spirit of adventure, hasn't he? This one he'll probably be a garbage collector when he grows up. <laughs> well, if he is, dear, he'll do just fine. You know the one who owns the truck that collects ours has a fleet of 25 trucks and is worth a fortune? Owns this big house with a tennis court and swimming pool? Yeah, well, now listen, don't forget to call Mr. Cranshaw, you know, tonight. Yeah, all right, I will after dinner. I'll tell him what we're going to do. 
What do you mean? Well, we're going to split the hundred dollars. We're going to withdraw fifty of that to open a savings account for Betsy's college. He gave that money to Bobby. We can't do that. Well, we're going to do that, and I feel it's only fair to tell him. I can't believe that even Mr. Cranshaw would care to go on record as saying he doesn't believe in education for women. Would he? Hmm. No, but I, you, you... Well, then I'm sure he'd be delighted to help Betsy, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> you were born too late, honey. You know, you should, you should have been marching down the street with the Bloomer girls, crusading for women's rights. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. the least I can do is prove they were right so all their crusading was not in vain. <laughs> Come on, bring your son upstairs so I can give him a bath now. Come on, Rima. I'll tell you something, young man. You better get an interest in something besides garbage. Quick. <laughs> I was a teenage Jane living on a tile bathroom floor. We had a bull. Then our hostess found out about Lysol and we had to beat it. Lysol kills James. Yes, it's true. Lysol kills disease germs and many deadly viruses on contact. A dash of Lysol brand disinfectant in your suds disinfects your bathroom from one cleaning to the next as nothing else can. Try Lysol when you clean your bathroom. Regular or wonderful new pine scent. We need a new bathroom to live in. How about yours? The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Madeline Pierce and Raymond Bramley and is produced by Walter Hart.